Welcome to the Life in Deep Ellen podcast, exploring the sacred in art, faith, and community. So we're beginning this new season, friends, a season of Advent, and we're using this theme called From Generation to Generation. Because sometimes when we think about Jesus and the birth of Jesus, we forget that Jesus was born in a lineage of other people. Can you imagine being part of Jesus's family ancestry? Can you imagine doing your 23 and me, <laughs> getting your DNA results and saying, oh, I'm connected to Jesus. Could we really be connected to Jesus? But we are. Because Jesus came from humanity. And that's the thing that Matthew really, really wants us to get in the first book of Matthew. He starts off his story, his, his narrative, and he doesn't go straight to the birth. He doesn't go straight to Bethlehem or, you know, the animals and the shepherd. He doesn't even start out by saying who Jesus was or how important Jesus was. It's not hallelujah and praise God and Emmanuel. It's a family history. It's a family tree. And it's kind of boring. (laughs) It's names and names and names, families, and some that we know and some that we don't know. There are names like Zerubbabel. Zerubbabel, that's kind of a hard name to say, isn't it? So why would Matthew do this? Why would he walk us through all of these strange names? In verse 17, he he says this. So all the generations from Abraham to David are 14 generations. From David to the deportation to Babylon, 14 generations. And from the deportation to Babylon to the Messiah, 14 generations. People that came before stories and families and traditions and memories that came before that paved the way for Christ. This means that the story of God is not just one story. It is many, many stories that weave together. And the really good news is that that means that your story is part of the narrative of Christ. Your story gets to be part of God's dream. Because our God isn't a God who wanted to just pop down into humanity and just be this amazing human that was separate God cared enough to enter into humanity, to get into the story, and come from a real family, a real tradition, to be rooted in the story of a real people who had messy, imperfect lives, hopes and dreams, fears and memories, all of it. God came from within humanity. God wasn't just 
you know, oh, I'll put on an avatar of a human skin and just pop down to earth. I'll come from within them. I'll know their stories. And then I'll show them a new story. So Matthew really wants us to know how connected to the people of Israel our Savior was. It's almost like he's saying by listing all of these long names, don't forget he is one of us. He is from our people. And so that means that all of those stories weave their way into the story of Jesus and that the generations continue. We are part of God's family. And so our stories matter to God. There is room for every story. There is room for every story. God wants to know our story. But then the cool thing is that God wants to transform it. You see, God is connected to us through the life of Jesus, and we are transformed by the spirit of Jesus. So then our stories do new things through Jesus. Our family history looks different because of Jesus. We love bigger, and we long for different things because we are transformed by the one who came to be with us. Do y'all get that? Do you get how cool it is? You're part of the story, my friends. You're part of the lineage. And you get to pass something down. So what part of the story will you pass on? Will you pass on generosity or justice or compassion or loving kindness? Will you pass on community care? Will you pass on a sense of integrity and justice for your neighbor? What part of Jesus's identity will you carry in you? And pass on. That's what this season is about. It's about waiting for Jesus. Celebrating the birth of Jesus. And then living differently because of Jesus. So many Christians just want to talk about Jesus all the time. But they don't want to really be transformed by Jesus. But we're going to be different. We're going to let the spirit of Christ shape our lives in unexpected ways. We're going to let our stories unfold in beautiful ways because of this love that we've received. And by our love, they will know that we're part of the Christ fabric. We're part of the Christ lineage. We're part of the incarnation because of how we love and live.
You're not alone. Whatever you're going through, whatever feels bigger than you, whatever's eating up your soul at night, you're not in that alone. Because God could never just watch you from afar. God could never be separate from you. And instead, God chose to draw near and dwell among us. You and me, in all our messiness, in all our promise and possibility, our anxiety and fear, God wasn't scared away by that. Instead, God said, I will come closer. And so it's, maybe we have some apprehension about God drawing near. I don't know, God, do you really want to be down here with us? I mean, it's kind of messy. It's kind of painful. It's kind of broken. It hurts a lot of the time and the news is never really very good. But God said, I will be the good news. Do you need good news? I'll be it. And then I'll show you how to be it. We'll never get it perfectly. We'll never do it right all the time. But we get to be good news with God. We get to show hope to the world. We get to be part of this ongoing story that outlives us, that's bigger than us. We get to sit at the table where all are welcome and we don't really know who's going to pull up to sit next beside us. But we might be changed by that encounter. God is coming to dwell with us. The scripture is another way to say it is God pitched his tent among us. God dwelled. God came to live and breathe and be and love and grieve and long and cry and laugh and party and feast among us so that we could be transformed. Will you join me in prayer? God, we are waiting for you. And oh, how we need you. We can't really do this earth thing on our own, God. This humanity thing, this life thing. We need peace. We need love. We need compassion. We need to know a story that has room for us. 
So come and be near, O God. Be near to our world. And help us remember that we aren't really alone. That you walk among us. That generations went before you and generations will come after you. And show us, oh God, how to be part of that story. How to tell your story in a way that makes sense. We love you, oh Lord. We wait for you expectantly. Amen. 